Hey, what's going on? It is episode 239 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I uh, I wrote a Yelp review this week again. Every now and then I like to write a long Yelp review. And when I do, I always have in the back of my mind, I want to say it's Bill Burr. I heard, I think, Bill on a podcast talking about like just getting, <laughs> giving some... Uh, some heat to Yelpers saying like how Yelping is stupid and Yelp is stupid. And, um, I don't necessarily disagree. I do try to, uh, only give positive Yelps to small businesses. Uh, but I do, I, I don't have an issue with shitting on a, 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 you know, a chain business. I guess if it's a franchise, it's still technically a small business. Cause it's, you know, they may only have one store under their, uh, umbrella, but yeah, it's a little um, more like, uh, faceless enemy so i try to get a little creative to where i i almost write like a short story that almost has nothing to do with the actual yelp review i just use um the platform not as it is intended necessarily and then i i i I try to wrangle it back to some sort of uh a review at some point when it's something i like uh sometimes if it's something that's garbage i just get straightforward go at it but i try to use a little uh joie de vivre and uh, not be like a caveman. Now, with that being said, there's a lot of restaurants we love in the uh, local area. And so I wanted to ask you, uh, just off the top of your head. Hessville Restaurant. What's a great... Okay, perfect. So I'm going to go to Yelp, and I'm going to read some one-star... I'm going to read a one-star... Well, there better not be any one-stars at Hessville Restaurant. So the Hessville Restaurant... I will tell Pam personally. I will have her find them. I wonder... I, a lot of like people obviously know if you have a, a restaurant or a business that would be a Yelpable business, um, that Yelp is out there, and so a lot of these businesses don't acknowledge. It'll say like it, like somebody else will make a review of your business, and you no, can, dude, you can just not acknowledge it and be like, I'm not gonna say I'm the owner because if I make a um, a review of a business that doesn't have its own Yelp page, it'll then just say, Hey, this has not been. Um, Nobody grabbed this up and said it was theirs yet. So if it is yours, you can go there and say, yes, I am the owner, and now then you take over. So you, you just grab the ones that are complimentary then? No. I'm No, what I'm saying is, is like if you had a business called Ben's Restaurant and you didn't like go to Yelp and open up Yelp profile, people could still Yelp about your business. It just you wouldn't know about it. Okay. When you do know about it, you go to it and you, you click on the button that says, hey, I'm, I'm the person that owns this business. Okay. So that way you could have direct access to communicate back with the you can Yelpers. Get, you can choose. get with that person? You, you can you can comment back to a person who gave you a negative comment. Have or, you, you know, ever gotten responses from yeah, any of your Yelps? Yeah, you remember I did one. Um, it was the ha- Meatheads. And okay. it was like oh one of the first God, ones I did. years dude. ago, yeah, right? I went no. crazy on Meatheads. It was, such, it was like right when they opened. And the manager was like, dude, come back in. We would like to take another shot at fixing all this stuff. But but I oh. went so hard in the paint that I was like, I can't I can't show up there and be like, hey, I was the guy. Yeah. Was the that guy would, that gave you that review. God, that would be so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, what? How do you come back from that? I'm the that? guy who nobody really cares about that gave a, a review that no, <laughs> not too many people read. And I was unhappy with my I service. literally called out employees by names probably and so i was like yeah i'm not gonna do that what what would happen to your food you got a micrometer out and you measure the (laughs) slice of the deli meats uh like this makes subway look like fatties so i'm trying this the hessville restaurant which is a you know greek style you could it has probably 400 pages to its menu you know just one of those uh greasy spoons northeast intersection of kennedy and martha it has 21 total reviews and it is a out of five, yes. how much do you think it has? Is six on there? <laughs> okay. Um, Honestly, what do you what do you think? I mean, four point eight nine. I don't know 4. how it could four point five average. Boom. Dude, you know how many hours I've spent there? Yeah, but at, you spent it there eating, just drinking a cup of coffee, or like three dollars and thirty five cents for country fried. Uh, oh, 
country fried steak, is that what's called? Yeah, country fried steak with gravy and eggs for three thirty three. Um, you throw in a coffee, now you're around four bucks. You tip five dollars. Oh, by the way, we smoke a pack of camels. So you're up for upwards of four or five hours for five dollars. That's a dollar an hour. Premium seating jukebox at the seats. So murals on the wall, by the way. Two of them. I'm going to look for the lowest um What's that you say? You want a busboy with only one tooth that walks around and comments on your food? Okay, got that too. I'm going to look for the, the, the worst review, the worst rating they got, which is the worst one they have is a two. Well, I am still haven't covered, I still haven't covered uh, the chef that wears the wife beater in the back and the hat and like the glasses. Like Barth from You Can't Do That on Television? 100%. <laughs> still not in? Okay. How about when they open at 4.30, the uh, guys that have been going there for 20 years that show up there and they have breakfast at the bar counter together and they talk about how it's starting to get cold out there. Well, wow. right. are you at a five? Let me let me read this review. It was written um in on it was written on January twenty fourth, twenty eighteen by a, a guy using the moniker Streets A. I'll tell you about the drunken. Do you know bar Streets fights. A? Does that sound like someone you might know from uh, Streets A? Streets A. Yeah, I think that was graffitied on the um newspaper dispenser outside the Okay, here's building. a review. It's only like uh it should be a couple paragraphs, but streets say. You, you just tell me what the review one. is, and I'll tell you what they left out. Okay. I, well, first of all, I want you to listen to the review and tell me if you feel like this is on point, and if you want to add or or, or subtract. Did they give game. a number? Can I know the number right away? A two. It's the lowest. Okay. It's the I'm lowest a... review that that this restaurant's okay. had. Let's they don't even you. have a one star. I'll, I'll poke holes in this balloon. Your standard region diner dropped massive points for no longer being open all night. When I'm supposed to go. Why don't you go to bed at normal time like a human? Surely not during day hours. For years, that was a spot where friends and I could meet up for a late night coffee and watch, uh, or we could get some soup, or their surprisingly good lake perch. Oh, so they're not staying open at four in the morning so you can go have a coffee and a soup. Jeez, I wonder what made that decision possible. Some stuff on their menu, like the Euros, are pretty bad, but their (laughs) breakfast food, as well as anything else like a Reuben sandwich was always enjoyed by friends. Mm. It was a couple of sad days when we walked up in there late were night hours. There were. Oh, well, that's not what he that's, says. I know he did. Uh, eventually, a note was on the door stating that they have new hours and it just doesn't work for me. I would enjoy going back <laughs> and getting my beloved soup and fish. It's all about you, Streets. But knew not, do not see that happening anytime soon. Pam, the waitress, was always a welcoming and graceful presence. What did I say five minutes ago? And R.I.P. the jukebox. Mm. We only heard that once, and it played a song from Rush's 2112. So that's the review. With that being said, this is why people hate Yelp. I mean, I enjoy that. That's great. I I, do, I always enjoy reading people's uh, reviews. But I will tell you what's interesting is is the restaurant is getting a two mm-hmm. because it's not open late at night. He really doesn't have much bad to say about the ambiance, the decor. He didn't the mind. The, he didn't staff, mind the, the torn seats. The didn't food. Bug him. Doesn't mention it. Doesn't mention about the grease on the floor, the grease on the walls, the condition of the carpeting, condition of the carpeting, wood paneling, the smell, the wood paneling. Um, can you probably still smoke in there, right? Well, I will. So I'll start again. I find it funny though that this guy is going to take them all the, out of five. He's going to give them a two just because ultimately, it like you said, it's about streets, and he's pissed off that they do not stay. <laughs> streets open is like until... you know what sucks, dude. You know what I hate when it's three thirty in the morning and I want fresh lake perch, <laughs> and it's like and, and soup. What I can't get that. What do you mean? Okay. You know, like I can't get that in the middle of Hessville at four fourteen. You guys uh, need to get your act together. What he didn't mention was how awesome the bathroom is when you go in and they have, you know those things where instead of giving you individual toilets, it's a um, revolving, like a treadmill. Uh, it's it's a revolving yeah, the, rag. The, yeah. yeah What's a better way to say that? The towel. Like like you like pull a, the towel yeah. and it's, um, it's like yeah. on a loop. So you use the same towel over and over. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's how that works. It's not, but it's, it's, it's got to be. It seems like that's how it works, but it doesn't. Well, they didn't. He didn't mention that, so... <laughs> Okay, we're back up to a 3.25 because of that easily. So another person, uh, Nathan E., uh, mm. 11.10 of 2015, he gives it a That's three a little, star. little late Here's this three-star review. A typical diner, nothing flashy. <laughs> the waitress was kind. The skillet was nothing superb, but still pretty tasty. 
Definitely a good price. Two of us ate for seventeen eighteen. A only, good a good price. You only caution: me? use the bathroom before you go. Mm-hmm. It's not pleasant in there. Oh, so, then use it after you go. He's saying use the bathroom before you go. Like don't use their bathroom. Use a different bathroom. Do not use oh, the Hessel like, restaurant before bathroom. you like uh, go there. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm stupid. Use one like the alley hey, prior to. Use the dumpster. So this again, this isn't my indictment on on the Hessel restaurant. Take I'm reading a review yeah. of someone else. I I it's a great establishment. Drop a deuce on the curb of Martha Street before you go in. So what's funny about this review is this guy only has one review to his in, his entire Yelp. He's only yelped once. And he felt that he needed to yelp about the Hespel restaurant and only give it a three. I mean, it's an average review, right? Three out of five. It's actually better than average. Can you go back to what he said? It was called nothing. He said the, the food was okay, but nothing. What do you say? Stellar? Nothing flashy. Flashy? Yeah. Okay, so in this guy's <laughs> mind, he thinks he's going in a Hespel restaurant. He thinks flash is an option. Right. That, that he, he goes, wait a minute. I ordered biscuits and gravy. Um, Excuse me, Pam. And Pam comes over and goes, yes. There's a I wanted sev- biscuits and gravois. There's a <laughs> severe lack of flash on or near my plate. She goes, it costs $1.50. And he's like, yeah, but the flash, um, I wanted it. He got out of there for seventeen eighteen for two meals. But he did present a picture of the mural, and it says... Oh, is that on the south wall or the north wall? It says, clean dining room, nice environment, pretty mural. And it is a mural of a mountainscape. Well, there's also there should be a uh, like a the hot dogs holding hands like a, like a like a what a windmill like a barn house. And I know there was one other. So again, they've only had 26 total reviews since Yelp started. I for, love that it's nothing fancy. He's now, like, listen, I they gave me the bill. It was seventeen dollars, and I was like, where's all the fancy? There's one more here I want to do. It's a sure, and I haven't pre-read these. Um, you could tell by my reading, but uh, this was left on one thirteen of thirteen. So we're going back even two more years by Roger M. It's always open. That's enough right there. Dude, I think I know Roger. But the food is cheap quality. Never order the the burgers. Nasty. Some days are better than others, though. Okay, but that's Guess life, Guess it Roger. depends on who's cooking. <laughs> Get great wait staff. Very friendly. Two stars. I don't understand. So never order the burgers. They're nasty. So he knows that. So it doesn't say that he had the burgers and they were nasty. It sounds like he's been there before, opted to not get those, but he's letting people know, if you do go, don't get the burgers. I bet Roger's been going there since 1988, and he finally tried a burger and didn't like it and goes, I'm yelping. Now, Roger has yelped 127 other times. I think I might not know Roger. Okay. But I find it very interesting that he's going to give it two stars. The Roger I know has a flip phone. (laughs) But well, this the way he typed it. It might be that he had to peck for the you know. I might know peck. Roger. Uh, what I find interesting is is that this guy really didn't have much negative things to say and still only gave it <laughs> right, a two. Right, right. So I guess um, this is what always intrigues me about, and I encourage people to go to Yelp and uh, not for my reviews. Maybe but I'll just, start doing it. It's funny because you just you're wondering like what what compels someone to pick up their phone. And uh, type a review of a restaurant. You tell me. Well, I I have a very uh, uh, different reason. Um, Can I tell you why I think you do it? Yeah, because I think you like writing. Yeah, that's what it is. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a writing exercise. It's a, it's you a just prompt. happen to be at a restaurant. It's a prompt, and so it's. A, I just yeah, like when you like, get those books at Five Below, and they're like, uh, I got one upstairs, right and now. they're like, um, name three things you wish you could do in hot weather or whatever. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is why that's why I do it, but I don't that's know why I should do it. I don't know why Roger M does it. I do, feel like. It's just not fair to give a business a two when you have nothing bad to say about it. When yeah. you, you know, what's, a, what, what's the, a one? You know what I mean? Well, they never got a one, which well, it's is like surprising. Everything to me. was nasty. The service wasn't nice. The, I didn't like the mural. It had cartoons on it. Yeah, dude. Can I tell you a dream I always had? Yes, I had a dream of going to Hess restaurant. And you ever see those guys that that go to fancy? They take fancy like um, Bob. What's it? Bob Ross, right? Yes. They go to like family, uh, fancy Bob Ross type paintings, and they draw monsters in the background with sharpies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Are you? This isn't a dream. This is real, right? It's like a like a live dream. Well, like I've a seen goal, it, I guess. I've seen it at the hunt and gather market. There are artists who take like not Bob Ross, but they take like those scenic pictures and they yeah. put plot monsters on there for sure. Yeah, I've, I've always wanted to go in there when the cook was like set a fire somewhere. 
And while they're busy, I can like just start adding monsters in there. Dude, how, you know what I mean? Like how long would it be before somebody noticed? And I could be like that. I'll bring my kid in there and I'll be like, listen, that's my monster. I made that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Because I want to do that to all murals, but especially a place where I've made my mark like that. Dare to continue dreaming. I'm going to draw a picture of me smoking clove <laughs> cigarettes, writing in a journal behind that barn. I'm going to give you one quick five-star review. This is from Chuck K, 526 of 2018. He's a good dude. Stopped at this exit for gas and decided to try. You won't go wrong. That's weird. Decor is 70s classic diner. Food and service are quite good. Prices are also stuck in the 70s. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing, right? Of course. Okay. Also heard advice of a good lake for fishing for crappie that is nearby from another diner. Those are the guys eating breakfast at the counter. Nice people will come back. So this guy gives a five-star review, talks about while he was there, someone told him, hey, there's a, there's a good fishing lake. Mm-hmm. Says that the, the decor is 70s, the prices are 70s, and the food was good. Busboy told but, me where to score. Okay, five. Now, correct me if you don't agree with this, but the way the scale works is five is outstanding, one yeah, is up. terrible. I would never go back. They can't. No you can't way. give a zero. So you one, can't. Give, you can't give a zero. No, it has to be. So a one. one's like uh, this is a bad, bad yes. place. So Chuck, if five means it's like Cafe Borgia, how can this? I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. Cafe Borgia gets a three just for being a monster before they even turn the lights on. <laughs> You right, know, you yeah, and I know sure. that. So I, uh, I definitely enjoy um, reading these Yelps, and like I said, next time maybe you could, we'll throw another one out there, and, and uh, we'll we'll see where where they stand. I like, I do like your idea of making ninety percent of it not about the restaurant, just being like, so I was going to get a burger. My mom used to make burgers. Boy, could she cook! And they talk about your kitchen and yeah, like your yard, I think and then you be like, oh, it out was at a good the bottom place. with great service, great. Great smiles. <laughs> yeah, maybe I've been... Great budget. <laughs> maybe like when my brothers do Marco Polo, I've been fast-forwarding through your reviews and not really giving them the credit well, due. Well, think about it. I mean, most of these businesses that probably would be uh, happy that you left a um, a review, they just... They, they don't need you. They don't need you to, to, to go on forever. It's... Just get get to the point. If good it's about, food. If it's about Good them. restaurant. Yeah. Which but I mean, I, I can't... Do you think that they think anybody could... The longer you go... Something you're gonna find something critical to say. <laughs> yeah, so it's like sure. just just say it was a good restaurant, five stars. Yeah. Like if you um, you can be like LED lighting would be nice. Yeah. But I mean, right. everything guys, else was great. However, you guys, um, yeah. you put that thing on the bathroom door where you could open it with your foot. I'd like that. Uh, I always ask people to rate and review the podcast. I when I say always, I mean like every quarter. I, I try to remind that. myself to do it to tell people to go to Apple. Or iTunes, what find perc- our podcast. What percentage of people that listen to our show do you think have left a review? Percentage? Oh, it's low. Yeah. It's like, low. say, you got, like, 600 listeners. How many? I think we've got, I don't know, 38 reviews, 39 reviews or something oh, since 2012. So, come on, guys. I mean, so one of the options is you can just go pooping. there and rate it, which is just click however many stars. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to write a review. In fact... Um, I could read a couple of our the reviews from uh, our podcast if you'd like, but I mean you could just go read them yourself. And while you're there, drop yeah. off a review. It feels self serving to read them here, but like when you're okay, look how many bad Netflix shows have you watched? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just take a fraction of that. Spend. Oh, it sounds like I'm doing. It how about this? While now. you're watching Netflix, let me let me rephrase that. While Netflix is on in the background, and you actually are just staring at your phone at that point in time write a review yeah a couple less memes one more review i had this you know i have to get in front of this and say i believe that the woman i'm married to is my perfect match Mm -hmm. i couldn't have done better i know this okay um and as time goes on and and she's even upped her status in the money game i definitely couldn't have done better she's really Um, going after i work hard as a uh at my job, you and know what I come say? home and work as a father and husband to support her making a lot of money. But the lady you live with, mm-hmm. her beauty is only surpassed by her virtue. Very true. Now, with that being said, <laughs> I will go back to another gripe, which I don't remember if I had this one last week, but we, you don't have gripes often, so I, this I, one should get slept through. I was, uh, as you're talking about watching Netflix, I. Somebody was telling me, "Hey, you got to watch this uh, this show called The Outsiders." Outsider, and, excuse me, The Singular. Outsider. 
I corrected Ben earlier because he said the Eagles, and I said it's <laughs> Eagles. So he's just been waiting in the weeds for this. <laughs> I just, no, I had I this talk. Feel early, good about I got. Yourself. I had this talk earlier with my brother, and he goes, "What the S.E. Hinton book?" And I go, "No." Okay, so the this, it's on HBO. By the it's way, it's a it's a limited series um, based on a Stephen King book. It's called The Outsider, the book by the same name. Mm-hmm. As far it's got as I soda know. pop, it's got Dallas. So I. St- Started to watch it, and I thought, "Wow, this is a lot like season one of True Detective." Mm. Um, and I'm, I think there's there's only been three episodes released so far. I didn't really think that, but you're right. Yeah, um, because it, it it's it's mystical, and it's about uh, police officers investigating a a weird murder and a w- weird circumstances. Now, again, it's Stephen King, which right away made me not want to watch it because no I'm kidding? not a fan of Stephen King. I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm a fan of Stand By Me. But I'm not a fan, which, again, people a lot of people don't know that's a Stephen King story. And probably story. Green Mile. Yeah, it's a Stephen King story that's not traditionally the way Stephen King Doesn't Shawshank have ties to him? Yeah, Shawshank too, yes. There you go. So, so as long as it's not horror. So, Well, it's not just that. I don't even mind the horror. I don't like sci-fi. So when you yeah. add like the, a magical, mystical, yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't want that. Um, I get that. Just like that M. Night Shyamalan movie where they end up beating aliens with baseball. That's how they kill them is with a baseball bat. Yeah, that's the thing about sci-fi is like it's always fun to like you get excited about it and you watch the tale and the ending is like, oh, you throw water on them. It's yeah. like, well, that's okay. Yeah. I guess I, I, I was right. I didn't like sci-fi. Like aliens came here and they're way more sophisticated and they have these spaceships that can just do all this and we could just hit them in the head with a baseball bat and be done with it. They didn't think of water, I guess. It's only right. two-thirds of the planet. didn't come up when they were planning. Uneducated what do they mafiosos say, like, who didn't graduate from high school could defeat aliens. What does he say? Like swing away? Or yeah, something? that's exactly what he says. Dude, I was like, side note, I was like, I had that on my queue, HBO. I, I was like, I haven't seen Signs in a while. I remember thinking that movie's pretty cool. But after uh, this little discussion, I think I'm not going to yeah. watch it again. So with that said, um, I was sort of apprehensive. But I started the first three episodes are, are pretty decent. The story's kind of cool. I just know that it's going to end up, like I said, like the TV version of it where it became, a, like Pennywise became a spider back in the day. If you well, remember the... And then you can defeat him with your feelings. Right. Dumb. So anyway... Uh, I don't know how I didn't read this book. I don't know how it ends. He's so killed far, 30 so people. Good. Think positive thoughts. Oh, he's dying. I haven't got to my point yet, which is uh, I started watching it. I got about a half halfway through um, the lady I live with came home and Your said way. she was starting making dinner. And she said, what are you watching? And I said, oh, the, the outsider. I wanted to see that. You know, when you always go through these things, it's like, why don't you wait? And it's like, because our schedules don't line up and you fall asleep every time I turn shit on. So you said, like, keep making dinner. So, well, she can see from the kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, but still. But I don't want her to really be banging around pots and pans because then I can't I can't hear so well. No, I get it. Uh, We have the open concept. (laughs) And um, so she says, can you start it over? I haven't seen it. So I'm like, well, I'm like 40 minutes into it. Could we? Could 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 I finish this episode? Then I'll let you watch it by yourself, and then we'll watch episode two. No, start it over so we can all watch it. So uh, I start it over, and she comes and sits in the living room and looks at her phone for ninety percent of it. And I'm I start yelling at the top of my lungs. I'm Dude, like, that's why like... are you? I go. This is a since I've seen it now. This is a pivotal scene. They have a guy they've arrested for murder. They have him in the interview room. The guy is giving the impression that he has no idea why he's in there, right? I don't know. Why are you bringing him in here? They're saying that he killed somebody. He's saying, wow, that comes as a surprise to me because I didn't kill anybody. And she gets up and she starts vacuuming or uh, changing the toilet, putting new toilet paper in the, in, the down, in the guest bathroom. And I'm like, listen, it's a pivotal scene. Something <laughs> They're explaining plot points that you have. It's like math. You are learning the basic building blocks that will, that other math will be built upon. It's like, you, why do you want to watch it? The it, same thing happens every time. And the more people I talk to, men, um, and there's obviously anomalies where women are like, well, I'm the same way. My husband does the don't, same thing. Yeah, don't, I don't want to talk. If no. you have a husband that does that, mm, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. You, All right. Then re, just, re, then re, just figure your fall spirit. in. You get it. Whatever. Um but I will tell you that it is the most frustrating thing in the world when someone asks you questions about something they could have been paying attention to. It's like, I did the work. Now you're going to ask me 
to talk so I miss more stuff that's happening in real time to explain to you stuff you could have been paying attention to. And it's not that you didn't get it. You comprehend well. You weren't watching and or paying attention. Or she said, I can hear it. She was in another room. I, I'm listening. You have, like I said last week with the, you know, the, um, that's what you do to the stuff. Ricky Gervais thing. You have to be seeing it. Well, and th- do think about that show, especially, um, I almost fell off after the third episode, by the way, but that show, especially there hasn't, there's only been three, right? Oh, the third one was enough to make me go. Oh, I, gotcha. I don't know. Um, that show clearly took so much time to plan the shots. Mm. Everything is shot from a weird angle. Like it's all artsy fartsy. Right. You know what I mean? I think Jason Bateman's directing it. It's like it. the Hassville restaurant of movie. Or it the, totally uh, Limited is. series yeah, is on Netflix. Maybe the Kenwood tap. Maybe. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, but everything is like, it, there's never just a straight on shot. It's always like, how would this look? You can tell they're putting effort in. Right. Whether you like that or not, you can tell. So to be like, I'll just listen to it. Is this in a play? You yeah, know? and I, again, that's the subtle nuances. Again, I know I was just beating this horse to death last week about, you know, when somebody makes something, like you have to try to soak it in as it was intended to be soaked in. Yeah. You, know, you can't try to enjoy it the way you choose to enjoy it. It's not what it was. It's not how it was meant. You could after the fact. If you first in, attempt to enjoy it the way it was meant to be enjoyed, and you didn't like it, but you can enjoy it a different way. Good, you're fine. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, think about like the actor in there that's like, I made this brave decision. I was supposed to look down, but instead I gritted my teeth and I looked right at the camera and I thought for days about this decision. And I thought my character would want me to do this. And then somebody's looking down at their phone on Twitter while they're just yeah. listening to it. It well, it's funny never mattered. Like, I just do, do that to a Kubrick movie. I just read an right? excerpt, yes, of uh, uh, Jack Black talking about. Uh, School of Rock, there's a scene where he's in the van with Joan Cusack, and he Mm -hmm. says, uh, she's like, I think a lot of people think I'm a bitch. And he's like, no. And she's having this moment with him after she had had a beer with him, and he's supposed to, the script calls for him to lean in and kiss her. He chooses, he says, nah, it just didn't fit, because why would I, I that's not what the movie's about. I read the rest of the script, and it doesn't go on to show that we have any kind of other relationship it's unnecessary. Or yeah it's unnecessary so i didn't do it so had you had your phone down you could have been like yeah they probably kissed well, what, what, you know and it would have right. changed yeah, the yeah. trajectory of the movie in your eyes yeah so um you made it to the you're at the third episode i've watched all three and i was super excited about the first one second one i was like okay third one it's just like it's so um it looks like it's so in love with the way it looks if that makes any sense. I know we don't care oh, about yeah, it. I know yeah. we don't care. Like, like remember when I, I was watching Marvelous Miss Maisel and I was like, mm. this show looks so great. This show... <laughs> this show... Made that noise again, sorry. <laughs> this show, she's something. This show looks like it's trying... Like, it looks like every shot wants to be on the wall, right? Right. Like, it's like, it's like I could show their face or I could show the reflection off a doorknob through a, a, a beer glass. And it's like, that's creative. But I don't know what's going on. Like, right. there's two actors that look exactly the same, and they never show a straight-on shot of their face. Yes. The You're th- talking about in The outside. It's like Jack and Ralph or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, one guy's a real big jerk, and the other's not. So I'm starting to go, are they the same people in alternate universes? I they don't both know do the same job. Yeah. They right? look They're the exact same. <laughs> one's super sad, one's super angry. And, and the whole movie's about, like, there might be another person that's the same as you. And I'm going, what am I watching? But because they choose to be so artsy-fartsy, mm-hmm. I don't know it's not the same guy. I'm so busy thinking about that. I don't, It's just weird stuff like that. That like, right. I was just like, by the end of the third episode, I'm like, this better go somewhere or I'm... See, um, I'm pulling a U on this. And I don't mean you. I mean the show you. I, so, ju- I jumped off that this week. Yeah. So I, that's where I was going to That's where I was gonna go next because what you said helps me transition into what I was going to say about that. I feel like if uh, if you're a show, um, somebody had mentioned one of uh, of your friends on Facebook, you had talked about you, and they said, well, you know, it gets better if you stay with it. My thing is that's not how it's supposed to work. Does it though? I don't know because I, I got out. But, but, but I will tell you this. If you can't grab me on the first episode, how am I supposed to know it gets better? How many episodes am I supposed to watch before I decide to pull the plug? So I look at it like if you if the first episode is garbage, you 
you're not getting a second one. If it's mediocre, you may get two. Like Witcher is like that. Where I'm like, first two better. I'm be. really trying to like Witcher, but they have a lot of really bad sci-fi, like Xena Warrior Princess style sci-fi, and I'm like, look like that. It takes me out of it. Did you watch it? No, but it's just like if you're yeah, not into, if like, you're not into warlocks, probably it's not for you. Yeah, or no, it's not. I mean, Henry. Oh. I thought you would like Henry Cavill. They have him with his shirt off. It is. All right, maybe I'm in. I don't know. Got an amazing physique that I knew you would appreciate. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, he was in Men's Health. I knew all about that. Okay, uh, but so this other show you're talking about, this it's called You, and it's basically a Dexter ripoff. Like they have the he, it's the main a guy's a serial killer. There's also he's talking over uh, as the narrator over the scenes. Well, to be fair, he's a serial stalker. I think okay. he's only killed maybe one or two. No, no. Maybe you're right. He's killed more. Okay. But that's not his... Dexter, like, liked... Needed to kill people. This guy likes to stalk people. He likes to, like, uh, get inside their head and be the perfect person for them. Okay. And I don't know that how he chooses one. his victim or what he does. Did you watch does. season one? No. I watched like, okay. the first couple episodes, and I, I don't like him. It might have made face. more sense. I don't like his face. Dude, you know how I'm always like, oh, man, if I could drop a few more pounds. Like, I'm always trying to be, like, as thin as, like... Like, gaunt. The, like... Yeah, like, the people in these magazines and stuff, like... Uh, like I'm trying to be like skinny, like Ryan Reynolds or whatever. And I look at this guy and I'm like, this guy needs to eat some sloppy joes. <laughs> like I'm mad that he's considered like sexy. It bothers me. Is it me or just as a, I'm going to jump off for one Dude, second. Anybody I know says, could kick his ass. When anybody says, I hate to do this to you, but when anybody says sloppy Joe, first I think gross. And second, I mm. think about Adam Sandler just saying the <laughs> singing the word sloppy yeah, Joe. He did. And I, I, also gross. He did but take that over. Back to back to your point. Um, He's just too wafy. But why? And his hey, dude, his hair looks like a head of broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> it's huge. He, he does, yes. He like, who's the guy from world. Ghostbusters that passed away? Uh, Harold Ramis. Yeah, remember that guy had like a head of hair that went he straight did. up? Yeah. Like, he could have been a kid and play extra. It's called a Jufro. But, you know. All right. But I don't think this guy is a Jufro. I, I don't know. Could be. <laughs> Do I just hate Jufros? I don't know. I, I mean, you know. I like, think nowadays like, you find a lot. It's it's funny because you have. Love Jews. You'll find Not Holly, a fan of Jufros. Hollywood elite, just like kids at the local high school, everybody just rolls out of bed and doesn't comb their hair anymore. So that's like the thing now. It's I not even. It. It's not even to have messy hair. It's to have the unwashed. My hair is sticking up on one side. Dude. Poindexter. There are some scenes when I don't know if they were saying words or not, but all I could focus on is which ways his hair parted. It's going 18 different ways. <laughs> well, the other thing. He I... weighs 113 pounds. His hair is parted in 16 different directions. And he's sitting there looking like his jaw wouldn't get broke with a stiff piece of hail. Mm-hmm. Like, the... screw that guy, dude. He the, sucks. The other thing I forgot to mention about the the other show when I was watching it is I now watch my Netflix with the words, which I would recommend to everybody because it, I don't know what it is, but it seems like Netflix for whatever reason. I've been doing it since ninety nine. A lot of their a lot of their shows are so the volume is just not like you'll you know you'll go back to regular TV and it'll be loud as hell. It varies. Yeah, and like so each show does their own mix or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's not uh, it's not good. So I have to use the word. I don't have to, but there's people having conversations behind me, and so I just want to. I'll just read and and. and the lady I live with will say, well, I, it's taking me out of it if I have to read words. And I'm like, it's not a foreign film. You you don't have to. No. You'll forget about them. Give it two seconds. When Dude. You, you're going to be looking at your phone anyway. When I, this it, is taking you out of it? I think 1999, I went to visit my brother who was living in Florida. He was stationed in the Air Force in Florida. I went to visit him and I stayed there for, I don't know, a weekend, a week or whatever. Uh, they At that point, he'd been in the service for a while. So we had like a, I don't know, dorm, barracks, whatever. They were pretty lax. They let me stay there which is pretty weird, but they did. And my brother was like, yeah, I watch everything in closed caption because there's people coming and going. It's crazy. Uh, I never went back. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. So all, about 40 years, just about, <laughs> I've been watching with closed caption. Unless people vehemently complain, I go like no captions are on. I, I can except, remember. Oh, I'm sorry, except for stand-up comedy that you have to, because you, you, yeah. you can't read the punchline. It's the only thing. Well, I mean, you still keep the volume on, don't you? Or you'd have, you'd have the volume yeah, off and just Yeah, but you'll read. see the punchline. It yeah, okay, it. It's just you. the timing is so important, you know? Anytime the lady I live with sees that a You're movie is going bad. to be in a foreign language, she is immediately like, nah. Which I can appreciate for the most part, but I'm like, this is not a foreign film. It's just I need help hearing. Mm-hmm. And if I, I don't want to turn it up too loud. And again, like I said, why do you care you won't be looking at the screen anyway? So it shouldn't affect you. 
Yeah. But I've heard that people, like, I think Apple TV, you can do Bluetooth. If you have Apple TV, you could put Bluetooth headphones on and listen. Like, it could be nice and loud if you have noise-canceling headphones. That'd be great if you don't have a big place and your kids are sleeping and you want to put super sweet headphones on. You could watch TV on your phone or your tablet and do this. Loudly, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, that would be dope. So, anyway, uh, I You suck, so I jumped off. (laughs) It did suck. Well, I, I only remember, saw the first episode, half of the first episode. I went like six or seven in, dude. I went for a while, and I was like, "How many hours am I going to devote to something that I don't?" And it's dude, it's very lifetimey. It's like a lifetime movie. Like they they grab each other's jaw lines and say things. What Get does it say about women though that this is attractive to them? Because they're not attracted to the story because it's terrible. They're attracted to the idea, just like that. What was that one movie that uh, all everybody was all hot? Fear, and Marky about? Mark. No. <laughs> yeah. No, but that one too, though. The uh, remember the, he was like, oh, he's super abusive, but his abs, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, who, you can't deny that. I would never. Um, no, the the movie where uh, with uh, um, Melanie Griffith's daughter, Fifty the, Shades of Grey. So, with that same thing, it's like it's about something different, clearly, because there's no way that any self-respecting woman would, on the surface, look at that story and be like, "This is this is great television." So there's got to be terrible. that other element to it where it's like they must find that hyper sensual. Dude, even my Somebody, wife who someone's tracking them down or something. I don't know. Even my wife who doesn't read books very often read it and was like, "This is just really bad writing." She's like, "This is just a <laughs> shitty book." And she oh yeah, even my read wife books. said the same thing. So this is Absolutely. a poorly written book. Yes. yes, but it just mentions like fornication. So people are like, "Ooh, you know." But it's weird because that to me would again, I'm not a woman, but that to me. Would it's so non straightforward? Like you, yeah, I, I went to a. That's, that's a, what works. I went to a, a company Christmas party that was just way late because. Did you ever get a paddle ball and try to spank your wife after? Is she cool with that now? Ping pong, <laughs> ping that's pong. That's what I meant. Paddle. Like the whole paddle ball. Hundred percent. Yeah. So maybe there's something to it. She was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Just you're pretend. like Fifty Shades of like, Grey. Just pretend the weekend was playing and I have a skinny tie on." <laughs> and I did have a skinny like tie. I, on like, the time. like I look like I'm in the knack. <laughs> Yeah, because I have a broccoli head of hair and whipping you in the ass on a ping pong battle. <laughs> so I went to a belated Christmas party this past weekend, and we're all making small talk. And you know, Orthodox Christmas belated even? That's correct. Okay. I, I didn't check their calendar. I just believed them. Uh, so I was doing like I do in small groups. You know what I mean? I was trying to keep the ball up in the air, whatever. And uh, somebody was talking about that show, You. And everyone's laughing. And, dude, like... How can you bomb at a table of eight, right? I did. I bombed at the table. We're all sitting there at this table, and we're talking about the show You, and some people liked it, and some weren't crazy about it. And I go, this is a table full of uh, like hairdressers and you know, and their, their husbands and stuff. And I go, it just shows what we've always known the whole time. And they're like, what? And I go, that women don't care how they're treated as long as the guy's super into them. They don't care if the guy wants to kill them as long as he's like, I will pay attention to you. I was like, you know he's going to stalk your social media and kill your friends and chase you down, but he'll listen to your story about how your friend's day was. <laughs> I go, that's what we all knew the whole time. Dude, crickets. I think I hit a little too that's close. Worse than, that's, that's worse than booze, hisses, uh, or a drink in the face, right? Just nothing. All I heard was the, the DJ in the back. The men don't know. The men are afraid to laugh or applaud you because they, they, they're they just like, I don't, how's this going to come A couple didn't know what I meant. Yeah, right. The girls were all like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, you know how like, like, you know how the guy sitting next to you like doesn't really want to hear your stories? Like, <laughs> uh, I'll show myself out. Yeah. yeah. I had too close to home, <laughs> I guess. I should have dressed it up a little more. Ha ha. But no. uh, I'll work on that. But yeah, it was so funny. I was like, yeah, you know what, dude? You don't care if a guy's a serial killer as long as he'll listen to how your day was, you know? Oh, and they're sure. like, they're like, what do you mean? I was like, I, I don't know what I mean. I, I shouldn't. Have, I mean, did I, I think, I think my wife said that. Did you? Uh, we talked about it last week. Um, you want? You had a couple band names. A couple of uh, like last yeah. month or two months ago, yeah, I came up with a list of band names and or a list of names, and then I read those names to Ben, and I said, you have to now tell me just yeah. based on the names, what kind of bands are these? The band um, name game. The band name game. So it's a bit of improv, and I haven't heard these band names, and I think I might have a couple, too, that are sent in. Okay. So I will look through and see what I got. I do have some band names, and uh, these are really good bands. Some of them actually aren't so good. I'll let you be the judge. 
<laughs> judge of that. So you want me to, uh, the idea is you want me to tell you what kind of band they are just based on their name. I'm going to tell you their name, and you clearly will be able to discern what type of music they are and probably what the guys in the band are like. All right, this first band is a really, really, really group of cool guys, and the band is called the So-So Gambits. Yeah, that's not a, a group of cool guys, but what they are is they're a band that makes... Uh, takes old um, Motown classics and turns them into pop punk sensational music. Okay, like me first in the Gimme Gimme. Yeah, that's that's exactly the first thing that came to my head. Is like you have a stupid name like that, you can't be taken seriously. You don't want to be taken seriously. You're not quite the monkeys because you're not handsome. You tried to, but you were like, you know what? If we're not going to be good, yeah. let's be funny instead. You, you're you're the monkeys uh, with British teeth. Okay. If that uh, that does anything for you, but you're okay. not British. I feel like the so-so part lends itself to to like, like we weren't trying to be good. Like we we're just messing around. It was a joke, <laughs> right? right. It was it's, like, please buy a million of our records if you want, but we're just kidding. But please buy them. Yeah, and it's uh-huh. almost a, setting up that defense for yourself right off the bat. I got what? Yeah. Let's. You want to just go back and forth? Sure, sure. So all mine came in from uh, Chris Doppler, listener uh, extraordinaire. So computer uh, ruiner. Uh, the, his, <laughs> the first band name he suggested is Peppered with Genius. Peppered with Genius? Okay. Clearly, clearly, Peppered with Genius is guys who are classically trained and know their instruments really well, but they're so cocky. Like that guy that, like, he was in orchestra and he knows, like, all the scales. Like, he'll explain to you, like, the Dorian mode and uh, even the Ionian mode and the, and the small but yet distinct differences between those modes yet can't write a hit song. You know that guy who's like... Oh, I'm, I know like, tons I, of those people. He's like, dude, tons. I'm super good at my instrument. And it's like, well, um, the Bee Gees can make a song with two notes. Like, I, the, the Weeknd has a lot of songs that are two notes, but but they know 18 of them, and they know all their dissonances. Is this? I, I was in a... I, what I would call a noise... Like, I was... After the first band, it was in the second band that I was in, or they were trying to get off the ground, was sort of like a, just a noise. I would say like anything b- between like Jesus and Mary Chain and the Pixies or something where it's just like, or or uh, Sonic Youth, just a lot of noise. And never, we never ended up doing anything Tons with of it, p- fuzzy pedals. We brought a guy, I sold, there was a guy that I went to high school with, we saw at the, um, he was an auto shop kid, so we really didn't have much access to him on a normal basis. Cool. But we saw him at the talent show, and this dude played Little Wing, uh, the Stevie Ray Vaughan version, perfectly note for note. Really? Dude had a bad-ass axe with his tuning knobs were skull heads or you know, crosses, uh, skull and crossbones. Clearly took his guitar Dude, apart himself. Badass. Like, like, not this, like me, like, doesn't know how the guitar works. This guy could play. And we're like, we brought him out. We're like, hey, dude. Like, he's like, I want to be in a band. So we had him come over and brought, brought <laughs> all his gear and was just like, it just like uh, you know, what, what, what should I play? We're like, just just jam, like just play. Like, like start, the song goes five, just three, start one, banging out a note, and then we're gonna like join in. And when you when the mood strikes you, you're gonna change notes, and then we're gonna change notes too. <laughs> and the dude was like, so like, what do you mean? Like, you know what I mean? It was just like start with an E, and then when you feel it. Change to an A. He's like, but are, we, but like, are we doing a blues skill? Are, yeah, we gonna, the, are we going to descend or are we going like, to ascend? At what point are we hammering on and pulling off? And we're like, we're not doing it. We're going to be pulling off right now. He's so. like, yeah, but is our bridge going to be like, uh, is it going to be syncopated? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, we know. And you're like, no, uh, I'm using a drumstick to make my chords with. <laughs> right. I'm using it because I'm pretending it's a bow and I'm Jimmy Page. <laughs> I don't and have, I'm actually the drummer. I don't have a slide, nor do I know how to use a slide. <laughs> We've all we've all switched instruments at band practice, so you can see where this is going. The but. singer just wants to be a drummer so bad, and vice versa. Right. 100%. <laughs> that's funny. So yeah, th- those are those. That's those guys. They're super good at their instruments. Um, but they um they just can't write music that people like, and that includes me. I don't like their music either. So the Red Hot Chili Peppers would be a good example of that. Yeah, but their singer just doesn't use real words. Okay. Okay, he the does. Next, <laughs> they're peppered. They're, that's why Dude. it's peppered with genius. You can't be like big upon doom and then throw a. Well, yeah. they've had several platinum records. Who's How sing- many of you uh, had? Who says less real words? The singer from Corn or Chili Peppers? <laughs> uh, David Lee Roth. <laughs> okay, the next band is called Sunscream, and they are out of Southern oh, California. Oh, this is a cover band for um, 
uh, what is it, Pam? The uh, Soundgarden. <laughs> really? Soundgarden. Okay. But they all wear slash hats. I don't know why. <laughs> but they looks... all wear the hat. Because it looks slash cool. Hat. But definitely a Soundgarden. Wait, is Soundgarden part of Temple of the Dog? Part of Soundgarden is part of Temple of the Dog. Okay, so yeah, they're a Soundgarden. If you cover take band. if Pearl Jam and Soundgarden smash together and that'd be great. Them, Did they die? That happened before they got together, and then some of them died. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> the answer is yeah. I like that. So they're a Soundgarden cover band. Yes. Sunscream. Uh, and that lends itself to Chris Cornell doing a lot of the you know right. like, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, need, I don't like, need any of that. You do need a lot of okay. that. Uh, stool softener. Oh, that's clearly one of those dirty, I don't give a shit punk bands. <laughs> that's super, like, they're independent because they'll never be not independent. I'm going to correct you and say that, well, I'm going to go with you, but I'm going to say, uh, if you don't mind, Gigi Allen, before it was Gigi and the Toilet Rockers, they were actually Gigi Allen and the soften, or the Stool Softeners, and uh, he was like, yeah, we got we, we to gotta come a little more edgy. The thing I like about the Stool Softeners is that they're they're only going to play three gigs that's where they max out. They know it. The crowd knows it. <laughs> so you better be there for one of the three because like I they said, burn hot, burn quick. They're not going to have any gear left. No. They're not going to have any vocal cords. It wasn't left. theirs to begin with. They borrowed it. A lot of them will be in jail. Right. So you catch stool softener while you can because they won't be around long. <laughs> uh, okay. The next one is called Luigi Board. Ooh, man. Luigi Board. They spent a lot of time on the name, so please do them justice. Luigi Board is not a band. It's one guy <laughs> who who actually just performs with a with a uh, computer and a synthesizer. Uh, that sounds right. Only plays eight bit music, so the music from our favorite video games, 100%. Uh, Mario Brothers, and so he makes so, you know songs with that same type. Of... Does he make them aggressive like Trent Reznor style, like like they're eight bit but like with an edge? No, Ben. No, he doesn't. Oh, he keeps it. He keeps it trill. Pop, 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 boop, boop, pop. He keeps it trill. <laughs> yeah, he does. Normal... And he throws a couple scratches in there, but you know. But so he just covers eight. No, songs? no, he uses those those eight bit sounds. We're so you know we know, and he mashes them up into his own creations. No lyrics. It's just eight bit beats. Is he thumping like marshmallow? Like, I mean, is he like? Is he like? He dan- could, is he, are you dancing to this? He stuff? could be. He could be. It depends on how much. Uh, how many mushrooms he's taken prior to? Do you dance to Luigi Board? I don't personally, but could one? I, I feel like somebody could. Yes. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Uh, started out on the bar mitzvah scene because his parents loved him too much, and uh, he's got a Casio. He's got an eight bit. Now, what do you all, want me to do? Not let him play music? Quinceañeras, weddings, but stays on that small, that small scene. He has a tough time in the quinceañera circuit. Yes. All right, squished possums. Squished possums. Again, Chris Doppler. Squished possums is definitely uh it's definitely uh West Coast. Squished possums is West Coast. It's one of those like like people aren't gonna care unless we make them care, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a progressive like world uh, music. Like we're the turtle straw noses. You know yes. what I mean? Like like if we don't talk about squished possums. And they hate to be that vulgar, but if they don't put it in your face, you're never going to see it. You're never going to acknowledge like it. it. So Squish Possums do a lot of benefit charity shows. They do a lot of shows to raise money for wildlife. Uh, That's a little on the nose, but specifically possums are, are <laughs> thing clear, near to their heart. They're very much like a... Like imagine Russ. Who else is doing things for possums? I mean, let's be honest. Um... I mean, there's the there's the tire tread raccoons. <laughs> they were they were they were big for a minute, but yeah, like uh, like they do it. Like imagine rusted root. Mm-hmm. It's like rusted root with maybe one or two more didgeridoos, gotcha. and split the money less ways. Is a didgeridoo the same thing as a rain stick? No, you blow didgeridoo is yeah the one blowing you blow it. Into. Rain good. stick makes the noise itself. Like Dude, rain. didgeridoo is. Uh, Australian, right? Or like, you know, something that... 100%. An Aboriginal person. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. The Hemsworth brothers can kill a didgeridoo. I bet you... Upon be, the I, right I, pressure. I you, yes. If Trump applied the right pressure, the Hemsworth brothers would be singing a different didgeridoo. <laughs> okay. Uh, last one I have for you. This band is called Flexorcist. Ooh. They're, by the way, they're really good. No, they're not. But 80s German 
industrial yeah black metal okay so uh like, Ro- like uh, Rammstein craft work uh, no, well, but way more yeah um they definitely wear the um the white death oh, white. metal you know the white faces with the black blood looking makeup um what was their name again what was the the uh, flexorcist yeah flexorcist um and they dress in full bondage gear oh, and I like they that. only they don't they just play guitars though they don't have no bass so it's kind of like <laughs> no local bass h at all? it's kind of like local h no drums they, they have, have a drum machine bass pickups and guitars bass pickups in their guitars no they're just you know keyboard guitars there just is no low end no, absolutely not. They're playing out of bass amps. <laughs> they're, so the bass, they're, they're not the ba- death metal? Whatever you can get. Oh, yeah, they are. Well, what, what, I mean, what you consider death metal and I consider death metal, these guys are Norwegian. They don't have bass? Or Scandinavian of some type. German. Bass seems to like. Um, I know Germany and Scandinavia are in different places, but you, follow me here. Yeah. Right. I just like. Either death, way. I feel like death metal feels like if you don't have that low end, the doom is, is not. Is well, that present. comes from the voices. Okay. A growl, you know that's okay. where that's where yeah. the growl comes yeah. in. So, so that it's a little bit <laughs> off-putting. <laughs> yeah, but at the end of the day, they still get it done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? That was a really good example because yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Okay. To me. Yeah. Uh, the last one I have for you, you can go either way on this because he gave you two options: adequate sphincter band or just adequate sphincter. Uh, I think the band doesn't need to be there. Okay, because the it's band redundant. the band means like you're uh. Like your country, there will be no flannel and adic- adequate. No jugs to not- blow into. I didn't say that. No washboards. I didn't say that okay. either. But there will be no flannel and adequate sphincter. <laughs> adequate sphincter is a, of course, it's not going to be a chill band. It's going to be a little more. It's going to be a little more hardcore for sure. But because they reject the flannel so much, it's going to be a lot of just like, they're gonna. What these guys are trying to do is they're trying to erase the stereotype that metal can't be urban. So these dudes wear like sweatsuits. Mm. Sweatsuits, Adidas track pants, um, the occasional chain, shell toe Adidas shoe, and you're like, Oh cool, hip hop's coming on and you're like, Nope. That's not a right that's not the right call. This is adequate sphincter. And they just surprise everybody and everyone's sphincter becomes less adequate because it's more surprised, tightens up. The crowd tightens up, and that's what they get out of it. That's See, the, that's what they like about being a band. All this makes sense. Now, let me ask you: in all the bands you've been in over the years, mm. uh, what is the process of coming up with the names of these bands you've been in? The worst part <laughs> of being in a band is the name. Well, don't you feel like it's the most exciting part, and then it becomes it becomes the worst part? So, when all you're I starting is, something new, it's like oh, I, uh, and then you're just like, I I can't think of the, the that name that's going to encompass what we're going to be doing here and once you have it a lot of times you're stuck with it yeah a, naming a band is like having a kid that you're not proud of it's like you love it but you're constantly making apologies for it you're constantly going like like okay the last band i was in and we're actually playing soon again because i got them together um i don't hate the name but i don't love the name either it's called one timer right Wait, and you're playing you're in the band again no, we're doing a show. Okay. We're doing a show. I had the opportunity to do a show. I couldn't say no. You could, but you I didn't. chose not to okay. say no. Uh but we named it one timer. It's always like referring to like the hockey There's a hockey term when you shoot the puck without catching the pass first. Someone passes the puck to you instead of catching it, setting it, and then shooting it, you just slap it once. That's a one timer. Um Was everybody in the band a hockey fan? The Hawks were really big at the time. Everybody's watching a lot of hockey. We just said one-timer sounds cool, and it kind of sounds like a relationship thing or something. Okay, cool. I don't mind it. I don't think it's a bad name necessarily, but everybody goes, what's it called? And every time you go, one, one-timer, you know, one-timer, you know. No matter what you call it, other than Flexorcist, I mean, which I th- you would proudly say. I think there's a lot of great band names out there that, that aren't like Adequate that. Sphincter, I feel like I would say properly, and like with ambition, but... I don't know. I was in another band called Summer League. Um, it's fine. It now it sounds like superheroes or something. Superheroes weren't big at the time, but yeah, I don't. You know, like I mean, Kurt Cobain had like thirty different band names before they settled on Nirvana, and even then, he was like, "It's just what it doesn't matter." Yeah, I'm not I'm like not, Pearl I'm not Jam. That's a with... stupid name, dude. I know you hate that band too. Yeah, but that's a Pearl Jam. Yeah, what is that like? Not yeah. that's yeah. like that's disgusting. Yeah, that's yeah. that's 
horrific. Yeah, it is. Soundgarden which, is which stupid, you, and it's way better than Pearl Jam. It. What's weird about it is it's vile, and people wear it on their T-shirts without really knowing. People's like, moms wear yeah, it. Right. Yeah, and with no problem. And I don't have a problem with it either. That's, <laughs> but that's terrible, dude. Like, Stone Temple, yeah. Stone Temple Pilots is stupid. It is a dumb name. I think it's some of the big... Local H is badass. That's what, one of the few names that's like, what yeah, What does hell it yeah. mean? There was a corner store in Zion, Illinois called Local... Local something. Local, I don't know if it said Local H on it, but it was Local whatever. And like, a, did the lights burn out and it was left with an It was H? just a spot. They were from Zion's. So I was just going to call it the Local H or whatever. But that's cool. But very rarely is it's, a band name It's cool. cool because understated. Like I think it has a, a to be. perfect example is I saw before you came here. That's why I was talking. You when I jumped on that Eagles thing, I saw that at the room in Highland, uh, the venue I saw local H at, they're having an Eagles cover band, and I thought, why would anyone want to cover Eagles? They're terrible. Uh-huh. I mean, musicians, all great musicians. Yeah, terrible music. They're the opposite of the uh, what's the one you gave me? The ones that are really nerdy rock but can't write good songs. I don't remember already. Oh. I've forgotten. Well, they're not the opposite because they're good at their instruments, but very good at their instruments. But they just don't—they don't speak to me. So, um, but yeah, like I look at like a band like like Weezer. I think it's a great name. I don't know what it's it means fine. or where it came from, but it's like fine. to me, I'm like it's a cool name. I wouldn't be ashamed of it. I wouldn't no, be like you know, no that that one holds up. Yeah, it does. One of my favorite bands, Naked Raygun. I think it's a cool name. That's I, a cool name. I like too. where you take two things, you put them together, and it's like, ah, oh, well, all right. Works out like Marilyn Manson. You like that name a lot. Uh, I never knew. Is it the name <laughs> of the band or just his name? Well, it's his name, but the band's named after him. So the but there's not not the Marilyn Manson band. It's just right. Marilyn Manson. But th- that's always it's him and me. the guys that just because there's a rotating group of people that play. See, with that's him. what I didn't know. That makes sense because it's like for Marilyn, the most part they rotate. Marilyn yeah. Manson's the one you came to see, and there's some no name Fugazi. Who, who that's a cool people. name. It is, and what is it? You know, but it's just a cool name. The Men Singers, I love that band. Stupid, that's not a great name. Hate the band, not a fan. You hate it, well, can't stand. But, it. but I love them, but that's not a great name. Um, Silver Smoky, Silver Smoking Sun, po- Silver Sun Pickups, I like that. It's a good one. It's cool. It's decent. Yeah. Smoking Popes. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not. I will again. Snarky. I I, I, w- I would not not want to be in a band called that. It's still edgy. Jawbreaker, great name. It's cool. Yeah, it is. Red Hot Chili Peppers, stupid name. Stupid band. Deftones. I don't think that's a really great name. It's okay. I I don't hate it. It's one it. of my favorite of all time. I don't times. hate it. Yeah. Rage Against the Machine. Greatest band name. One of the greatest. I think it's I great. I disagree. Really? It's so on the nose. Hey, what do you guys do? What are your what are your songs about? <laughs> I don't know. Cypress Hill. I don't that's know cool. why, but that's it's cool. cool. That is cool. cool. Yeah. NWA. Yeah, Go ahead and well, say what that No, it don't. But I, I don't remember I agree. what that stands yeah, for either. either. It was a long time ago. Uh yeah. Public Enemy. Great name. Cool. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's so easy to get it wrong. Yeah, but, and, okay, so Queen, terrible name. Awful. <laughs> just Dude, stinks. Led Zeppelin's stupid. That's it a is, bad name. I'm not a fan of that. That's either. a super dumb name. Quiet Riot, stupid. Guns N' Roses, stupid. On the nose, again. Let's get something beautiful and something nasty. That's Marilyn Manson. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, no, I get it. But I again, Metallica, I think is a great name. Nine Inch Nails, dope name. Yeah, I, I don't mind that either. Super dope. Perfect, cir- Perfect Circle, great name. Perfect Circle, Ministry. I like Tard. Tool, not a good name, but still works. I don't, I'm, but I don't think of Tool as in like that guy's a tool. For some reason, Tool, rem- like it's it, so simple that it leaves itself open to interpretation. But, but yeah, though. I interpret it as being like the the music is very like tinny and tooly. So I don't know. I I always thought <laughs> oh, of like really? being played by sort of like uh, what are those idiots? The the, the three bald guys, Devo. No, the, the other idiots. Uh, the oh, three, you said bald uh, like blue pots. man, like blue man group. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I kind of I don't know for whatever reason I, I associate the two. But what about those guys? The two guys that wear the the, the dumb helmets that play Slipknot. No, not those idiots. The two guys that wear the helmets that were that play the dance music, and they were Daft the, Punk. Yeah, Daft Punk. Okay. I don't know if that's a good name or a bad name. I'm I cool think with because it. they're, okay they're with foreign, it. it's, I don't it's care. all right. Either way, but I'm yeah, I'm okay with that. But I can't. But st- it is easy to get it wrong. Is the point I think. Death metal have you know like dying fetus. I don't know. I Abortion mean, sunrise. <laughs> you could just throw anything together. We used to do a game in my when I was in summer league. I would introduce us as different names, and they would say, "What are you going to call us tonight?" And I, I don't know. I'll come up with something, and I would do the Marilyn Jesse Manson and the Rippers. 
the Marilyn Manson approach, I would think of something nice and something horrible. Mm-hmm. I would go, thank you guys for coming out. I appreciate it. We are a fetal cocktail. Enjoy your night. Yeah, and we'd see. play whatever. You just go something gross, something nice. It's like when they say, like, how do you come up with your porn name? It's your, your cat's name and then the street you grew up on or whatnot. Yeah. It never works out. It's never good. It's never it's never a legitimately good porn name. I don't feel like ever. it ever adds girth. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, no more girth is needed for this episode. It is fully girth. Plugs? Yeah, go ahead. We got time for plugs real quick. Uh, real quick, just some plugs. I am playing the 219 day at the Hammond Civic Center. Very excited about that. That's what we were talking about, getting the band back together. Uh, One Timer is going to do a show at the Civic Center for 219 Day. That's going to be Mayor Tom McDermott. That's going to be the city of Hammond. The whole region showing up, showing out. We're opening up. We're going to play, and then Kojak and Company is going to play. And then um, Pearl Jam Cover Band. I don't want to get the name wrong. I will nail that next week. But we're playing that on the 15th. On the 2nd, I'll be at Byway for a Beatles brunch. And, yes, that is Super Bowl Sunday. So before you get ready for Super Bowl, I'll be at Byway. And 22nd Social 209 Acoustic Show. So when you are playing at that event, will you be playing originals or are you playing covers? At the 209 day? Yeah. We're going to do covers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, you have a... They want you, us to get the party riled up. Yeah. Yeah. With all, with all originals. But you're still choosing to play other people's music. Mm, the idea was, can you get this... It's like being an opener. It's like, hey, don't... It's like if you're an opener as a comic, like don't do your deep jokes that take 20, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like, get it. This is like you're trying to please the masses as quick as possible and that is I get like, it, via sublime you're, you're, and you're shit. whipping everybody up into a frenzy to listen to a Pearl Jam cover band. So I mean, I, I don't think I think I mean, you, that's a you valid could, point. You, you could take some chances on this one. That's my suggestion to you. Well, I'm into it. Be Jim Morris. Go out there and do what you're going to tell them you're going to do this. Gonna do. And go out there and do that. I'm going to say, hey, we're going to do um, Sublime all the way through. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to come out and play like Fuck You Yankee Blue Jeans by One Timer. Or say you're going to play One Timer and play When the Shit Goes Down by Cypress Hill. You that better be ready. When whip. the shit goes down. See, that'll whip people into a frenzy. Dude, that's a great song. All right. Well, that is episode 239 of the Hey My Man podcast. We will see you next time. Later. Later.